Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Ned Bellavance, Ned1313 on Twitter, and welcome to the Daily Check-In for June 9th, 2020. It's Terraform Tuesday, and today I have a viewer request to talk about conditional logic in Terraform. So that's what I'm going to do, and I'm pretty excited about it. A couple housekeeping items real quick. Number one, I still have my Terraform certified uh, certification guide available on LeanPub. I'll include a link down in the show notes. If you are thinking about taking the Terraform certified associate exam, I have a few videos about just what to expect, but also you can buy that Terraform certification guide. Help me out a little bit and, you know, uh, have a good chance of passing that exam. I think you'll you'll do really well especially if you're interested in Terraform. So that's one thing. The other is the podcast is still going strong. This probably won't be the best episode for the podcast because I am going to be going through some examples in VS Code. So maybe this one's probably worth watching as video, but a lot of my other stuff is good as just audio. So if you prefer this in an audio form, check out the podcast. You can find da the daily check-in in your favorite podcatcher of choice. It's available on all the different platforms now. So that's two quick things out of the way. I want to check in with you and I'm going to keep this relatively brief because I've got a lot to get through with Terraform Tuesday and this particular uh, thing that a viewer asked me to get into. Okay, so I just want to check in with you and see how you're doing. We've talked about this before. Tuesday is one of my favorite days because Monday's kind of, I don't know, Monday's rough. Monday's Monday, but Tuesday, because it's Terraform Tuesday, it's become one of my favorite days of the week because I get to prep a demo and do things and show it to you. I hope you're enjoying this. I hope your week has gotten off to a half decent start and hopefully the rest of it just rolls right along to the weekend. So with that out of the way, let's talk about conditional logic in Terraform. Hmm, it's an interesting idea. This was actually from a viewer, as I mentioned. His Twitter handle is, uh, let's see, E panting one. So that is his handle. Elio is maybe his name. I'm sorry if I'm getting that wrong, but uh, I want to thank him for bringing this up. I said, hey, does anybody have something that they're curious about when it comes to Terraform Tuesday? And he said, conditional logic. You know, how do you use that within the context of Terraform? That's a good question. And I asked for a little clarification. He said, it could be, I want to conditionally create a resource based off of some other value, or I want to conditionally set a value inside a resource based off of something else. So let's kind of look at both of those examples. And the first thing I'll say about Terraform is the good news is it supports all the standard logical operators, but it might not be as intuitive as you would think if you come from a traditional programming background. So let's dive into that a little bit. So let's bring up my screen. Okay, so I got VS Code here. I have these files in a GitHub repository. If you go to my GitHub, it's Ned1313 and look for Terraform Tuesdays. I have the code examples in there. So if you want to check this out later, I haven't pushed it yet, but I'm going to push it after this recording. Okay, so the thing that we're interested in here is in this 2020-06-09. So that's today. That's when I'm doing this. And I've got two files in here. One is the main.tf that has the contents of what we're going to be looking at. And then I've also got console.sh, which sort of takes you through uh, how to interact with what's in the main.tf. Now, we'll say this should seem very familiar for anybody who's watched my Pluralsight videos. This is basically the same format that I do where I have a script file and a main configuration file. 
but <clears throat> let's play with some conditional logic. So I want to set up a few variables that we can mess around with here and, and make them different types. So the first one is mabu, and the type is bool. So this is a Boolean variable, and I'm setting it default to true. So if we don't submit a different value, it's going to be true. The next one here, we've got my int, and that is a number type, and I'm setting the default to equal to one. And then finally, my string for my string, it's a string type, and I'm setting the default to the empty string, so it has no contents in it. All right, let's get down into the next part, which is locals. Locals is how you can configure local values inside the configuration, and I've got a couple logical tests here. So let's look at the first one. Let's look at this guy right here, where I'm setting the local value a underscore test equal to, and then there's a test. The test is the condition. What condition am I testing? In this case, I'm just testing whether my variable, my underscore boo, is true or false. If it's true, and then we've got our little question mark here, the question mark says, okay, if it's true, then the value assigned to a underscore test will be this first value here, true exclamation point. If it is false, then after the colon, that's the value I want it to be if my condition evaluates to false. So we know that right now, my underscore boo is true, so this should evaluate to true. The second one is doing a test on my int. So I'm taking a look at the value in my int, and here's a little logical expression. We're saying var dot my underscore int is greater than zero. So it's basically testing is the value in my underscore int greater than zero? If it is, say more than zero. If it's not, less than zero. Okay, that's very simple. The workspace map, don't worry about that just yet. We're gonna get into that in a minute. And then I just have the output of my local A underscore test and output for my local B underscore test so I can see what those are. All right, so let's drop down into the console and I'm just gonna run Terraform in it to initialize this configuration, and then we'll run Terraform apply. All right, so our outputs here, output underscore one is true, that was our A test, and output underscore two is more than zero, and we know that the int was set to one, so it makes sense that it's evaluating to more than zero, it'd be kind of weird if it wasn't. Okay, so that is our initial setup we understand like the very basics of conditional logic here. You basically, you have a condition that needs to be evaluated and then a question mark. And then if it evaluates to true, what value should be assigned? And if it evaluates to false, what value should be assigned? Now we can, this is basically setting a value within, in this case, locals, but you could do this same thing inside a resource or a data source. You could have the same logic in there. So if you want to conditionally set a value for a resource or a data source or anything else, you can put that conditional logic in there. What if you wanted to do conditional logic to determine whether or not a resource is created? Okay, that's a little more challenging. And the way that we can do that is if we go down here, we can use the count meta argument to do that. So I'm gonna remove these comment symbols here so we can uncomment this resource. And if we look at this resource, I'm defining a local file and I'm setting the count based off of the name of the workspace we're currently in. So I'm saying if terraform.workspace equals default, so the default workspace that's created whenever you start a new Terraform configuration, 
then I want to set the count to zero. If it's not default, I want to set the count to one, which basically says either create this resource or don't. And it's all dependent on what Terraform workspace I'm currently in. And then I'm trying to control the content based off of the Terraform workspace. So up in locals, I have a workspace map where the key is the name of the workspace, say dev, and then the content that's going to go in the file is that value. This is my dev content. So let's go ahead and we'll run, uh, well, let me make sure it's saved. Okay. And then we'll run uh, Terraform in it again, because we've added this local provider and we need to download that. Okay, that's done. Now we'll run Terraform apply and I'm going to get an error. And I did this on purpose. The reason I'm getting an error is even though I'm in the default workspace, it looks at the count and says the count is zero, but it still evaluates the rest of the logic of that resource. And because there's not a default key within my map up here, because that default key doesn't exist, I get an error. So that is a little annoying. You'd think if the count was set to zero, then it would stop evaluation right there because it already knows, hey, there's nothing to create here. You set it to zero. Okay, so because that doesn't work, what we can do is I'll comment out that one and uncomment this one. Now it's looking, it's using that same logic before, but it's saying if the Terraform workspace is not equal to default, then I want you to get the value that's stored in that workspace map. If it is default, then just set the content equal to nothing. And it's not even going to write out the file <laughs> because there's no, uh, because the count is set to zero. So it's not even going to create this resource, but because of the way it Terraform evaluates things, you still need a value there. So I'll run Terraform apply again. And this time it didn't create a file. It just spit out my outputs again. Okay, that works. Now let's create a new workspace and we'll call it Terraform workspace create. Oh, new. I always want to use create, but it's new is the actual keyword. Okay, so now we have our dev workspace. That's one of the workspace that exists. So if we run Terraform apply again, now the workspace is not default. So the count evaluates to one and the content should use what's in our workspace underscore map map, which if uh, we look over here, it did create that dev.txt and it just says this is my dev content done. So it successfully created that file and put the string in there based off of two conditionals. One, the conditional of how many of this thing to create and the second, the conditional of what content to put in there. If we want to take another way of looking at it. And this makes it, this uses functions as opposed to the logical operators that we were using before. The function contains returns true or false. And you can check whether a value is in a list or set. Very useful. So what we can do is we can use contains. We can use the keys function to grab all the keys out of my workspace map map, and then see if the Terraform workspace that we're currently working in is in those keys. It's contained within that list of keys. If it's, if it is in that list of keys, then create one of this resource. If it's not create zero, and then we can use that same logic down here to say, if it, again, if the workspace we're currently in is in that 
list of keys in the map, I'm going to create, I'm going to add that content of the value that's in the map. And if not, it's just empty. So we've updated this. And if I go ahead and run Terraform apply, it's now going to create a second file called dev underscore two with that same content in it. So that's two different ways that you could go about that same logic. There is a third way that's kind of interesting. And I saw a post about this using the for each loop and passing you pass the for each loop a map. If the map is empty, then it doesn't create any of the resources. I don't know if it still has the same issue that this has where the rest of the content still has to evaluate or if it looks at the for each and says, Oh, well, there's nothing here. I can't I'm not even going to evaluate the rest of the stuff in here because there's no keys to evaluate against. That might actually make more sense. And maybe I will add that as a second video or just figure it out and dump it into this code example. So you can mess around with it yourself. So that's everything I have for today. I know that was a lot of information to consume. If you want to also mess around with just the conditional logic in the console script, I have uh, invoking Terraform console here, and that's a way to try out things. And then it just has a bunch of logical expressions that you can run through and see how they evaluate. And you could use these same expressions back as your conditional logic in a configuration. So hopefully that clears things up. Hopefully that was helpful for those of you who are trying to parse conditional logic in Terraform. That's all I have for today. Until tomorrow, stay healthy and stay safe, everyone. Thanks.